have in this world is my balls and my words. And I don't break them for no Do you understand? Welcome to the Big Kids Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Abu. And this is Big Kids, bigkids.com. Uh, like, comment, share, subscribe, all that you good stuff. So... Oh yeah, don't. Oh yeah, we'll tell him at the end to send us a message. Oh yeah, 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 we can do that at the end. So, how have you been, like? Because actually, t- today w- this was a bit of a funny week because sometimes we're in like correspondence when we're not recording. Yeah. yeah. But n- not this week. Oh mate, mate, this week I'm knackered, honest to God, man. Like you know, I conked out at like eight thirty yesterday, man. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. That's uh, early. Yeah, yeah, man. To be fair, also. It's the um, shout out to all my Akis and my Muslim brothers out there. It's the it's Ramadan at the moment. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and I've been fasting for, since uh, Monday, funny enough. Well, Tuesday, that's the official day it started. So what happened yesterday? Did you have enough time to eat? Yeah, yeah. Hey, as, soon, I, as, soon as, as soon as I ate, that's when I conked out. But to be fair, because I've been working also, it kind of like, the, like, just the tiredness also gets worse also. Because what I've been finding, because... Um, I've been looking at computer screens a lot. Oh, this week. yeah. And a lot of my work, um, I almost messed up, man. I almost messed up one of the backups at my workplace. Oh, like wow. <laughs> Mate, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm not talking about a minor backup. I'm talking about like 1.5 terabytes of data getting wiped. Blimey, yeah, that is a <laughs> lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it literally took me three days to recover that shit back, man. Lesson learned, yeah? When you're you're dealing with big data, don't don't be messing around, you know, do it in chunks. Oh, yeah, no. Man, computer stuff is actually, to this week as well, I had a bit of a tough, tough, tough old week, but, you know, it's that, it's that funny thing, it's like, really, what, you know, because, Essentially, like in the most basic element, both of us just sit in front of computers, yeah, and man. do bits. But it's like it's the stress and the responsibility and the worry around. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you don't even feel it; it just sneaks up on you later on. Because mm. when I'm when I'm trying to like fix stuff, it's like when something doesn't work, I'm thinking, "Oh crap! I need to find another way of fixing. It. I need to find another method, another approach." And all of that, I think that messes with my brain also because like. The brain shouldn't always be trying to fix, like, mentally taxing tasks. And I think that's what happened, like, on when I... Because also, what I found is that I don't wear glasses, but I feel like I might eventually have to, man. Oh, really? Yeah, man. So, explain this, then. Are you, like, short-sighted or long-sighted? No, I'm neither, bro. I got 20... As of two years ago, when I went to optician, I got 20-20 vision. But I think kids, because I'm looking at computers so much now with work and everything, and even my TV that I don't even even like when I got home and tried to watch the TV, my eyes were hurting. I was like, no, oh really? Yeah. So let me ask. Yeah, but you you still because this is the funny thing. Yeah, uh, mm. you like you've been in the car with me, not not yeah. during COVID or whatever. But you know I wear glasses uh, when I drive. But technically, yeah. my I did like I went opticians and stuff. My vision is twenty twenty, but when I put oh. the glasses on, in yeah. like especially with driving, everything just goes crispy HD. Also, oh, it enhances your sight in a sense. Yeah, it still enhances my sight for sure. 
So this is what I'm wondering to you, like, is it when you're close to stuff that it looks blurry or is it stuff far away that doesn't look crispy and defined or whatever? Um, I'd say, how far is your head from a computer screen? Would you say that's close or would you say that's like me- medium? It's yeah. hard. It's almost a little because, bit halfway in a way. Yeah, because what it is, I found it when I'm... After a while, when I look at computer screen, the words start getting a bit muddled. I don't know it's because it's too much eye stress, but that's the only thing. Like, look at it. like for example, I got on the bus yesterday, and I could see the bus, the bus number from far away. Oh, okay. Whereas a lot of people can't do that, so I, I don't think it's long distance. So no, no, no. So that so when you can see it long distance, that means mm. you're not short sighted. It might mean you're long sighted. So it means that stuff closer to you is loses definition oh, okay. but you know oh, what i don't know if you've ever messed with those clear type settings on work computer could be some business like that but i think that's only windows okay yeah. but you know what talking about mm. screens and eyesight and all this i don't know if your uh like family members ever used to say that stuff to you like oh if you sit too close to the tv you're gonna end up with square eyes oh yeah 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 that would be my class teacher told me that Oh, okay. Well, I think it's something to do with, like... I don't know if you ever did this in science class, but I did it in science class at school. Uh, like, dissected uh, goat's eye or something like that. Oh, for, for me, we at our school, we dissected a goat's heart. No, not a goat's eye, unfortunately. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, imagine, yeah, the year before us got to dissect an actual frog. I was so upset, man. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. we're, cutting op- we're cutting open a flipping heart while they're... Doing the best bits, can't over a French frog or something. Yeah, the frog is is better. I didn't get to do the frog because at least with the frog, actually, you're seeing like all kinds of like organs and whatever. Yeah, a heart. Do you know what I mean? Actually, <laughs> yeah. for some reason, now I just reminded uh, chicken hearts are banging on the barbecue, but it's not a popular <laughs> uh, thing, in it. But anyway, um, no, no. So like, I remember doing the the goats thing or whatever like the goat's eye and yeah. inside it's like a jelly but what's the weirdest thing is there's like a kind of actual lens within it mm. like a hard mm. almost kind of like a like it's a you know i guess like it a contact lens. no no it's like a bit thicker but it okay. kind of acts as the internal contact lens of your eye or whatever but what but the way it focuses is between like holding two mu- uh, like muscle tissues so when you sit and focus on like clear stuff i swear it's like exercising it so you can i swear you can like try and train let's say you're short-sighted and you can't see Mm. in the distance very well if you practice going out and looking and focusing on things in the distance it will improve your eyesight but it's like it's like a training but the problem is obviously with the computers and stuff you know, and and uh, but I don't even think it's necessarily the computers, man. I think it's the mobile phones because you're focusing on that tiny little screen. Mm, mm, agreed on that, yeah, definitely. You man. know, and what was in this hunch position? Do you ever get neck pain from looking down at your phone for so long? Yeah, and you know what I've realised? I've got like um, forward neck syndrome, so I've even oh, been shit. trying to work on this where. Uh, I try and pull, push my chin back into my neck because my neck position isn't good. And the madness is, I, you know, I got back pain and all that stuff. Yeah. But if your neck is in a forward position, it's adding like 
pressure onto your uh, spine and back muscles because it's not sitting flush on the mm. neck like it should because you're slightly forward. So all your neck muscles and stuff are straining because of bad posture and bad positioning. Mm. Mm. I so think uh, the phone yoga's... stuff does that as well, man. Like yeah. because you're looking at the phone and you have to instead. Like how often do you move your head rather than your arm? You know what? I, I tried to do the thing. You know where you raise your arm up to like your head level, man. But oh, it's just okay, it's, yeah. it's not it's not fucking sustainable, man. Literally, who's gonna walk around with their arm straight in front of them, like yeah, scrolling it's hard. Left and right? Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's that's the thing. The phone ain't a good thing for that you know that but yeah that that stuff is problematic so but you know what also i know we discussed this uh before on the pod before yeah. our recording last time on the pod but i had bought that uh 10 pounds of uh ethereum yeah, or yeah whatever like a month ago let me just grab my phone and i will tell you how much i've made just give me two secs <laughs> hold on Right, okay, here we go. I've got it now. So you know what? It was take because of this uh Coinbase, the one that they're yeah. gonna float on the Oh yeah, bro, did you hear um Coinbase is now up um on a stock exchange? It's yeah, now yeah, yeah. So so this was so anyway I was like, Oh, I keep logging into the website, but it's bare long because they always send you the text, let me just get the app. Mm. <sighs> Funny on on top of that, just to go on to you. Dogecoin has gone up by like tenfold, tenfold, you know, like. Oh yeah, you I know what? Though, about, yeah, uh, this is the only thing uh, you can't buy uh, Dogecoin on Coinbase. I've not bought it. Oh, you can't. Buying. Oh, mate, mate, that in the last week has gone up by like four hundred percent. Because what it was, it was like zero point zero zero one of a dollar. Right now, it's like eleven cents. So it's yeah. It's you know what? Do I think that coin will. I'm almost tempted but, just to buy like a tenner's worth. You know why? Just because of the whole meme element of it, it will mm. kind of persist. Yeah, but definitely. anyway, this ten pounds of Ethereum that I happened to buy like uh, a few mm. uh, weeks ago, like I literally just mm. bought ten pounds of it, is now worth mm. currently twenty five pounds and eighty four pence. So I'm quite pleased with that. But basically, I'm just going to leave it. Do you know what I mean? Of course. And, of course. and another thing I was uh, looking at is like index funds. Mm. So uh, basically like an index fund is you invest, let's say you put in, let's say, okay, let's put, let's say, I think this is the easiest way to explain it. Okay. Uh, so, you know, the stock market, it's got like a certain number of companies what is it like SN SP five hundred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically you let's say there's five hundred companies on SP five hundred. Mm. It's like uh if you invest five hundred quid, it's like investing one pound in every single company and that's it. So it's investing in the entire fund and it's spread out. Okay. So, so you can lose some, you can win some in a sense. Yeah, but basically it's you're just investing in the overall fund of it. So basic so I was looking at a video, but ba for example like the Nas Nasdaq, right? Yep. Has grown 10% every decade. Decade on decade it's just grown 10%. What about the year of um 2008? 
So I don't know. I've not. I've not checked it. But let's say it dips. But the point being, if you just hold, technically, your money should just compound and grow. Basically, okay. because you're just investing in the main stock exchange, and it's that thing where it's like um, money is that. I think it's that funny thing where if you've got capital it's a lot mm. easier to make more yeah. money, yeah. right? That's just, yeah. But the problem is, is that everything is distracting you from doing that. It's like, oh, buy this like nice car or buy buy the new PS5, for example. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I had a dream about this PS5 yesterday, man. You had a dream about PS5? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And what <laughs> happened on this PS5? Were you purchasing this PS5? No, basically, I was around my mate's place and he had a PS5. And we we're playing on the PS5, and then um, he goes, "Oh, have you got one?" I was like, "Nah, I've been trying so hard to get one." Which is funny. Which in real life, I have been trying so hard to get a PS5. Okay. But then like a, but that's like trying to find a Dragon Ball man. It's like you can't find them nowhere. No, so you know least, what? You need yeah. to think because uh, I saw a dude. You need to go on like weird websites to cop it. And let me give you an example. I know a dude. Uh, he bought his off uh, very. Oh no, Very's not a weird website, but Very's oh when no did no you not get a it? weird website, but it's kind of like a catalogue store, mostly when did you for get clothing. Was this back in January though? No no no, no. this about uh, two to three weeks ago. Oh crap! Because the thing is, I've checked Very, I've checked like Argos, I've checked all these places, right? But they're always out of stock. So he must have got the lucky draw because they every now and again they're doing a restock, but they go instantly. Like yeah. I last time I was in the queue, they said, "Oh, you only eight minutes until um, you you can per- get to the oh, checkpoint," yeah. and then boom, oh, the website stops working, and I'm I'm kicked out. So it's um, I've given up at this point, you know. I only get a PS Five when it's easy. But but this is the other thing I don't quite yeah. uh, get. What's the mm. rush to get a PS Five when no one else can get them? Ah, uh, because um, there's an exclusive game, Spider Man. There's um. But to be fair, it's, yeah, you you are right, really and truly, because I know a lot of people are still on PS4. It's just the novelty of it, you know. No, and yeah, of course, everyone wants the like the freshest thing. And actually, I was hoping I could get a PS4 cheap with bare games, especially because the PS5 yeah. uh, is not backwards compatible, so you can't play the PS4 games on the PS5 anyway. So I was hoping. No, you can, you can, you can actually. Oh, you can. What, yeah, with the CDs. Can. Yeah, with the CDs. Yeah. Oh, that's a bugger. Because people <laughs> aren't people aren't going to want to shift all their game games yeah, with it. Yeah. You can, you can literally. And you know what's so dumb about me? I sold my PS4 like I think around this time last year, around April, right? Because in my head, I was thinking the price of a PS4 is going to go down when the PS5 yeah, comes out. Yeah, but it's not. No, no, no. It hasn't been the bloody case, man. So yeah. That's um that's an L for me, but I, you know what it's it, what it's done though. It's now now that I'm not gaming, I'm doing other stuff. Like um, I'm reading books now. I'm like I'm getting myself, like I'm learning more about cryptocurrency. Like right right now, even discussion about index stocks, man. It's just um that's another thing to put my energy to or my focus on. So I mean, man, I gamed a lot in my time or whatever, and there's nothing wrong with gaming. But it's here's the thing. It's like before I used to game like it's a job. Like I used to be like, damn, I need to hit this level in the game, or damn, yeah. I need to do this. And actually, no, gaming is supposed to be entertainment. Gaming is when 
what you do at the end of the day when you ain't got nothing else to do, you mm, know. And we know, I mean, you 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 have played football manager, right? Oh, yeah, don't get me started. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So you know how it is. Like, sometimes you're in the midst of a game. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you're leading up to the fight, like, end of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you're like, just... damn. <laughs> You know, so I close. need to bang out some hours. I need to get some weeks. I need to sort out this additional training. I need to spot a young. Do you know what I mean? Like, I need to spot a young CDM because my yeah. my veteran is going. You get you get dragged into it, but it's like in actual fact, in the long run, that doesn't add anything to your life in a way. That. Yeah, you're not. You're gonna. You're gonna get called up by like Arsenal or any flipping top league. that say, you know what? Arteta's not doing the business. Abu, come up. You know, you've been. You've got over twenty out, twenty thousand hours in Football Manager. I think that suffice. You're good enough, mate. <laughs> well, there has been people actually, hired yeah, the, not, yeah, uh, actually, into real it. football jobs. From no, there was. I think yeah, it was a Japanese was... league. Yeah, it was a Japanese league. Some kid banged out um, Football Manager for so long. They were like. Yeah, you know what? You, you've been winning a lot in that game. Come manage this team. I don't know where it was because this was like years ago. I remember reading an article. But football manager, here's the thing, like, football manager, I remember I played uh, Udinese a few years ago. I played mm. like an old football manager and this is, Udinese team was the one that still had Dinatale, it had Vidal, it had Amero, it had oh, a wow. bunch of players who ended up gutting that team. It had Handanovic, who ended up at Inter Milan. Like, it had... In fact, it was the year that uh, Arsenal played them in the Champions League playoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And Walcott scored against them or whatever. And it was a bit emotional. Di Natale's crying and stuff. That's what I remember. But what was silly to me, yeah, is Arsenal could have gutted that team. Sanchez was in that team. Yeah, Sanchez was still in that team. Yeah, they were in Sanchez was in that team. I was thinking Arsenal could have gone in and gutted that team. They could have bought Handanovic. That keeper's still playing in Milan to this day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, would have sorted out the keeper situation at that point. Could have taken him. Like, Dinatale, proper R striker, could have taken him. Well, he was him. a bit old. He was like 35 at the time, though. Yeah, but he was, he was top scorer in Serie A for a while. Yeah, true, true. Like, but what I'm saying is, I just didn't understand why Arsenal didn't gut that team. Basically, but that could be said for that could be said for any other big team, though, don't you think? Well, I thought I thought the same thing. But anyway, going going back to this football manager thing, right? So I played, I was playing with this era of team. But think about it, like back then, Griezmann, all these players were still young players. Mm. And the the scouting network in it, like even Sandro, who ended up at Spurs with Harry Redknapp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was for sure. The Sandro one was a football manager one. They obviously clocked the player and they were like, "Yo, actually go scout the kid for real and check if he's any good." <laughs> I'm telling you because Sandro yeah. was was hard in that game, and I'm, okay. so so I just remember this is the thing I was playing that. And I, that was around the time, remember when Liverpool went and bought like Andy Carroll for 50 million? Yeah, yeah, this Stuart kind Downing. of stuff. Stuart Downing, all that stuff. I, and I was thinking, Jesus Christ, like any 12 year old kid who's just banged out like two or three seasons in football manager will know that those purchases are crap purchases, <laughs> you know? Like, trust, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, don't take a genius to figure that out, man. Well, it don't, don't just look at their genius. stats. But I'm not saying like, oh, you got to base it in the game, like the game specific. But anyone could have told you that that it was kind of like the reality wasn't there. And even for example, like Suarez was already sick uh, mm. when he was at Ajax. The, the statistics and all this kind of business. So who who knows, man? But. I think you know what? Do you reckon every team should get like um, a football manager um, consultant? They play the game, like two two thousand, like football manager two thousand twenty one. They see who's going good, and then later at the end of the season, they talk to the scouts and say, you know what? In my vast experience and expertise in playing football manager, go and scout this person and that person. Well, you know what? Uh, I don't. <laughs> So I'm not sure every club has it, but basically, like all the scouting information that goes into the game, they also sell to clubs. Clubs oh. can purchase like the the background, uh, in, like scouting information behind the football manager stuff. Okay. But the yeah. thing is, of course, like at some point, everything's just still opinion. Yeah, it, definitely. You know, in the game or whatever. Definitely. But for sure. I mean, obviously, there's always the wonder kids that don't quite work out. Yeah, like Reese Nelson. Reese Nelson at Arsenal, man. I feel for him. He hasn't played. A, he's hardly played a game this season. But football manager two years ago, like he was supposed to be the next hot thing. But hey. Well, like, what about what was it Freddie Adu? That's the one I remember. Oh yeah, Everyone, there's even articles about this guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, but you I know. was at Man United. Like it was the next. Well, it's just one of those things, like, it's still a video game, like, you can't control it. But I don't know if you saw, you happened to catch this interview at all, but you know Ravel Morrison, do you know this kid? Yeah, yeah, of course, he was, he was supposed to be, he was really good at United, but I think it was, what, disciplinary issues that didn't get him far. He even went to, like, Napoli, yeah, West Ham. Yeah, yeah. like, you know he's he an Arsenal fan. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to get, where, where's he now, do you know where he is at the moment? Oh, I don't even know actually. Yeah, he's, he's, he's I think off. he might even be abroad or something like that. What? What? Not in the top division though. Uh, may maybe, but not like a top league. But what was funny anyway is he ended up doing this interview with like a Man United fan channel, and literally it's because they do the fan channel in the same building that Rio Ferdinand does his like five magazine interviews or whatever so he had yeah. just done an interview with rio and they just yeah. caught him and you know everyone says this thing about him which is oh he never fulfilled his potential because he was in mm. the youth team with uh pogba with uh rashford yeah. with Jesse lingard Linger. yeah all those all those people and they always say oh he never fulfilled his potential or whatever and he you know he was kind of, kind of, actually more philosophical than that, and he was like, mm. "My life is a lot better with football." You know, people can say, "Oh, you could wait, have been wait, this, you could have wait, been that." Wait, you say, "Sorry, Brian, you say with or without football?" With, with football. Wait, wait, his life is better with football. Yeah, like if he hadn't have had football, his life would probably be a lot worse. Okay, okay. You know, so I definitely but, but, think but, that. But I don't know. But if if that were the case, then why didn't he like kick on from like the clubs that he's been at? Hold on, hold could... on. No, no. But you're. But this is what I'm saying. Everyone's mm. thinking it. Cause, from, cause, cause... Everyone's thinking about it in the way this perspective you're offering, which is 
Mm. Um, oh, he could have been so great. He should, but at the same time, he's a kid, local kid, and he ended up playing top flight football for many yeah. years. Yeah, but he's twenty eight now. As a matter of fact, he's a free agent right now, as we speak. You know, and he's gone through his fair share of clubs: Lazio, QPR, Sheffield United, Middlesbrough. But he never kicked on for him. So I'm thinking, like his personal life, yeah, there might have been a lot of things to turn him. But can't, if football were to, were to save him, like, wouldn't he just stick with it? No, but I think football has saved him already because you're thinking, think he's like a count. I'm guessing. I'm not guessing, but from mm. everything I'm aware of, he was like a council estate lad. That guy's mm. already earned more money. In our, than we will likely do in our entire lifetimes already. Like, so in that sense, you know, it has been a blessing. It's like saved him. He's probably like got properties, ain't got to pay rent. Okay. You okay, know, he's got, got a bit of cash in the bank. Like, you know, he so was... He's set, basically, yeah. Yeah, he said, like, he was very phil- philosophical about it. Like he said... Is uh, you know football did change his life for the better because he was hanging you know I think he was hanging around with like crims basically. Okay, so what he came from a basically a rough background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's overcoming all of that. Yeah, 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 all of that. But I think the distinction is it's like for example Adriano, you know this story about. Mm. Where he ends up in Rio in Brazil, like holding AK forty sevens and shit with the yeah, with the people yeah. he knew as a as a youngster. Yeah, yeah. The thing is with Ravel is like he never even left the area. That's why it was such a problem. I think. You know? Oh what? So after training, he was going back to the estates. Well, yeah, exactly. Because basically, for a little while, Rio even he even lived with Rio. Like, Rio tried oh, to pull, pull him straight. But he was just going out, messing... Do you know what I mean? I probably think he, he wasn't even getting up to that much mischief. It was, like, delinquent stuff. You mm, know, like, going mm. out, hanging out with your mates, standing around the corner, mm. causing a bit of a ruckus, bit of public property destruction, that kind what of they stuff. Call, what, do they call, what do they call it? Loitering. Loitering. Yeah, like, what, that's what, what I imagine it was. You know, and so I think he kind of suffered... Because of that, and and obviously you know he's got ca- like he would have had a lot more cash in his pocket than his friends, mm, so they're mm. just leading him astray, you know. Yeah, the people around him can really mess you up, man. But I guess yeah, I guess you're yeah, alright. Yeah, he's in a good place now. If he's if he's overcome all of that. No, no, just... but I also thought you know like because everyone used to talk about him as if he was gonna be. Like, like if you saw gas coin or something, if you saw him at West Ham, like there was a goal he scored against Spurs, right? I'm like, oh Yo. yeah, yeah, I've seen that goal. Like, but I guess, like you said, I, I don't think he had the the ultimate focus of being able to sustain that level of like discipline of of like playing at the top level. You, but he's done yeah. what he's had to do. No, sometimes I definitely think like some players don't quite have it, or some players mm. where. The, the the I don't know like I think it's like almost a personality thing where once you've got your family out the the tip out of the rubbish mm. bag you're like okay I've done I've done what I needed and you kind of relax mm. some somehow mm. there's not a kind of 
like I, I think like let's say top flight, top flight. There's got to be a kind of slightly psychotic obsession, of course, to succeed definitely. in a definitely. way that isn't, you know, like there's got to be that kind of element to the person yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I think Peter Crouch was doing an interview for um, on BT Sport and he was talking about Stevie Gerrard, right? And um, he just talked about how Gerald was obsessed with winning. Like, even if they'd won the game, it was like, okay, next game on Tuesday. Well, we got uh, we got a league cup. We got a league cup game on on Thursday. We got continue every every focus as the next game, even if they'd been happy. Like Peter Crouch just think, oh, I've just scored a hat trick today. I can go out have, go out for the piss, you know, relax and go to the pub mm. enjoy myself. But Stephen Gerrard would never smile. Like it would hardly ever smile. Like if he passed the ball into you and you didn't control it properly, like it would give you like a death stare. And I think those are the type of people we're talking about when. When it comes to the elite level, it's just and it comes an obsession, you know. I think who was it who talk, spoke about it? Like, um, I think it was Danny Rose. He said he stopped enjoying football because it was just it no longer because a lot of us when we playing ball, we do it for fun, for bands, you know. But when yeah. you're at a professional level, it's more than a job, man. It's not just you, your employer paying you money to kick ball. You got fans on your back. You got people on the internet judging. You got the whole world watching you, and that can that become that becomes. Uh, yeah, I, I I wouldn't want that at some stage, man. If I the day I stop enjoying football is the day I, I, I'd had I'd have to um, cut ties with it, you know. Mm, I mean, it is tough because it's like in that sense, we just watch football on the weekend and have a chat about it. Yeah. For them, it's it's life. Like it's true. If you're getting slated by the f- fans and you let it get to you, it's not easy. Precisely that. You know, and they're only human, like. This is the thing, like, screw the money. At the end of the day, everyone's still human. And mm. it's not for everyone. Like, I think the, the, I think that's almost what makes the difference at the top level is a lot of person. Like, some of it must come, a lot of it comes down more to personality than technique. Like, some of it is, like, even belief in yourself, mm. like, and stuff like that. So, it's a bit yeah, mad. De- definitely, yeah belief man that's that's um that's one hell of a word belief man because that, that can that determines a lot of stuff man people believe in a lot of stuff you know self-beliefs like boxing for example right like um i was just listening to mike tyson he's like you got it's boxing it's yeah you might just think you're just punching each other in the face but you got to believe that you are better than the person that you're fighting it's like because it's not how much you hit it's about how hard you hit how hard you get hit and keep on going you know Hmm. I think that's a quote from Sylvester Stallone. From yeah, that Rocky is Apple. definitely yeah. a Rocky yeah. quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, no, but I, I do think it's like it's like so much is mentality because it comes through in body language, all that kind of stuff. Like, if you feel good, you just it kind of comes out of you. You know, mm. it, mm. it there's something to it, and I do think like sports psychology must play a big part of it because it's like how come how can you explain uh, periods of form like look at liverpool i think it's not that they the players are any worse but it's just like it's a almost like an emotional exhaustion they've had mm. two seasons of just fighting yeah, you know yeah. two seasons yeah, not even that before well actually it's the the one when carrius 
buggered up their oh, Champions yeah. League. League. Yeah, and then they went even harder and won the Champions League the next season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they didn't win that. The season they won the Champions League, they didn't win the Prem, did they? So it's like, nah. it's three seasons of like exhaustion. It's like emotional exhaustion of yeah, like fighting it. every single game for those, you know, like there's got to be like an immense kind of like pressure or mm. whatever every 90 minutes upon like the physical element. Is also going on, you know. It's 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 not that easy. So the thing is, their cha- their squad hasn't really changed in the past four years, really and truly. Well, the front three are the same. Midfield is a bit different. Defense, well, Virgil came in. Well, yeah. defense is a lot different, but it's the goalkeeper. But goalkeeper has been the same for the past. Well, keepers don't really change. But I feel like the entire squad there hasn't been. There's no like, competition for the front three, and you know what else I think it yeah. is is. They got lucky because they bought players on the cheap who ended up going world class, and yeah, there's no yeah. Coutinho money. Like they bought bare players off that Coutinho money. Yeah, true. And who who's going to go in and buy anyone now for bare cra- crazy cash? Like even Salah, I think you know Real Madrid will try and fleece him. You feel? Well, well over well. Actually, yeah, they haven't got anyone on the right hand side, really and truly. So what what happens? And, and not only that, that, like Salah's yeah. done it. Here's the thing: like when you're earning that much money, you can still go to Spain and earn the same money. But guess what? Then you're playing for Real Madrid. And here's the thing: they won the league, they won uh, the Champions League. He's done it now. You know, like what else is going to accomplish? Yeah. Like it's like kind of like oh, okay could win the FA Cup but it's a bit of a side mission mm, you know mm. that's true and the thing is it's not like he's his native of like of England it's not like um, well, it, he has any affiliation to this country no know? exactly yeah like he can go around wherever it won't and not only that you know he's living in in like a don't get me wrong point, yeah. it, it, I, I just mean you know what it is? It's like when you yeah. go live in Spain, you can have a pool. A siesta. But yeah, they have winter breaks, bruv. Yo. No, that's when what I'm saying. Like, I'd want to, I wouldn't be playing football in Spain. No, this is what I'm saying. Like, the Premier League, I know that uh, obviously it's a bit hyped up, like the way they go on about it. Like, oh, it's the toughest league in the in, in the world and all this kind of stuff. No, I think it's a more physical league. It doesn't necessarily... It, it, um, I think it's more knackering though. It's more tiresome. Like the when you look at like when you look at um, Liverpool style of play, it's direct football, which is synonymous with Premier League. It's no longer four four two where they should get the ball down the flanks and you know ping it down like how Man United used to play. But it's very high pace. What I found that's why I'm even looking at Chelsea like the German players like Kai Havertz and Timo Werner. They're struggling because the Bundesliga is slower. But when you look at the Premier League. It's everyone expected to run like crazy. I think there was um, a Dutch footballer called um, John Heitinger, played for Everton, and he said, he even said to his manager, I think we were at Moyes at one time, right? There was an article saying that he was like, yo, what, what kind of football is this? Like, he was cramping up by half time in his first game mm. because the level of plays, like, there's no pausing. It's like, get the ball, hoof it forward, run after it, header it on, bang it in the box, let's see what happens, you know? 
And well, I think it is funny because I do think yeah. sometimes mm. uh, European games kind of sometimes tend to be a bit more technical and slower. Oh, yeah. Like mm. it tends to kind of play towards the more beautiful side of the game, I think. And it is funny though because it does yeah. kind of work like that. Like it's, it's strange because it's like a more, it's like a less local version of the game somehow. Mm. You know? I I'd say that more for Spanish football rather than Italian because what when I because I've watched Serie A and I've noticed it's more tactical, it's more um, keeping shape, it's more well to generalise as people would say it's more defensive definitely. Whereas Spanish, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whereas in Spanish football, it's more. I don't. What I don't like about it is the fouls though, man. You can go over for anything, you know. Like, oh mate, I, trust me, Brazilian football is just so yeah. bad for that. <laughs> <laughs> just, really, just like uh, you know, you you sometimes you don't even want to watch. Is it is is that why? Um, no, but Brazil's had good defenders over the years, but good good def- good defending hasn't been really known for for Brazil, apart from Lucio and well Thiago Silva. You wouldn't say there's been a whole no of, Marquinhos. Like, David Luiz, although David Luiz is... Ah, you know, no. Mm. He was no, a did, he did have a drumming. peak. He did have a peak. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think there's no... Defi- Lucio Marcello. comes to mind, like... But he's more attacking okay. as well. Yeah. yeah. No, no, but no, no. Uh, but I think it's, it, it, it's, it, it's a strange... I don't know. I just thought Liverpool were, like, exhausted. And the Prem, I think, is more physical... That's like that's what makes it. It's more physical, but I mm. think what makes it more that isn't the thing that makes it tough. Because for example, if you got enough technical ability, you don't have to be quite so physical. Just like City, you just mm. like pass it around and everyone's knackered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. But I think what it is is because there's more money. The money is more equally shared in the game. In the top flight, like all the clubs have international players, mm, and that mm. makes it more challenging and difficult of okay, a league. So le- yeah, true. Say that is true. Yeah, level competitions like next level. You know, you're not you're not you're not facing no next man. You're facing a man who's like got twenty caps for his country. Yeah, I think you're you're chatting about like actual pro pros. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, you look at like, for example, the rise of Mares and um, Jamie Vardy. Okay. Oh, hey, J- yeah, Jamie Vardy's one. Like, I, like I, 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 I do think sometimes it's difficult. I think there's probably lots of good players stuck in lower leagues that would thrive in a higher league. Sometimes it just mm. really depends. But doesn't it go back to the mentality also with Jamie Vardy, like? He kept at it, and he just knew in his head that I'm, well, I'm good enough. But he also had the the fortune of of staying staying with a club that kept going up the league, in it as well. Okay, yeah. Same yeah. with Mares. Like the whole Mares story, he was bought from the second division in France, and he's already mm. in his twenties then. Mm, mm. You know, so, and I don't know if it was like a kind of moneyball thing where he's producing ridiculous statistics at that point. Or not. Perhaps. We don't know. We'd have to go and research that, you know. But anyway, scouts do that, do that job. 
Well, yeah, and and that full circle to the football manager, <laughs> the football manager thing. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, today we jump straight into it. I know there's other things that I'm uh, wanted to talk to you about, but I can't. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna when we stop. I'm gonna remember everything. That's how it's cool. gonna go. So, yeah. How long are we how long are we doing this for, anyways? How long? How long so it's doing? about to hit forty minutes now. Okay, all right. Um, but yeah, um, what I've been doing. Oh yeah, I didn't. Yeah, have you ever have you ever thought about fasting? Just to wrap up this pod, you ever thought about fasting? Um, not not until uh, like not until the sunset. You you reckon you couldn't do it? No, no. So I have like done fasting where I only eat after two o'clock. Okay. Could you do a full <laughs> day of fasting? Well, I think it's phys- like I think it's physically possible. Mm. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it normally. Okay. Okay. Because what I found from it is definitely it's more. But hold on. Now I'm yeah. gonna now I'm gonna mess with you. I swear yeah, you've yeah. just been drinking. Oh yeah, today today I didn't fast. Funny enough, because I was oh you didn't you didn't get a backstory. Yesterday I was in um I had to go for a checkup because of my hospital. You know um oh I was in a couple of weeks back. Yeah yeah. So yesterday I just come out of hospital and I was like saying um yeah you should stop fasting now because um you you need you need your fluids. Oh okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. No, because I was about to do you know what I mean I was about to question yeah. question man yeah. like. <laughs> Why is that passing your lips, bro? Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, my fault. Because I've fasted from Monday to um, Friday. And see, until the checkup where the doctor's like, no, you need to stay hydrated because of, um, you know, we want we want to say, make sure that you're healthy and everything. So I was like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And to be fair, yeah, I did feel it. Because when I conked out, well, last night, I was knackered, like really mm. drained, more than anything, you know. So let me, so... Well, we'll we'll like wrap it up after this. But let me yeah. ask you: one, what did they say uh, say to you about the checkup? Okay, I'm all good. I'm all good. Like literally, it was just it was literally ten minutes. It was like oh, okay. okay, how you been feeling? Like um, everything normal? Yeah, everything's fine. Like the urine's clear and everything. I'm like, yep, yep, I'm all good. You know, nothing. My kidneys are all healthy. I felt good, and I'm like, okay, cool. And I told him I was fasting, and then the doctor switches like, oh, no, 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 you don't want to do that so soon. You want to stay hydrated always. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure, doctor, whatever you say, you know, you know what's best. And so I left there and, um, yeah, came home, ate, conked out, and, yeah, here I am. And the thing is, like, it's allowed, I guess, I guess I won't be observing rather than this month, this year because of this, which is... Uh, well, Cause what no, hold on. If the doctor said, you, you know, don't observe the element of the fluids, yeah, it's slightly different, you know. Yeah. It's like, for example, um, football players, you know, it's mm. not actually not safe. You can't, they can't go out and play a game. It's slightly yeah. different. It's slightly different if you're going to eat like a banana and some pasta a few hours before the game. Mm, and then mm. the rest of the time you observe. Well, then, yeah, true. Uh, like, you know, because that's that's like a health... What I'm saying yeah. is it's not there to compromise your health. Yeah, exactly. Do you see what yeah. I'm saying? So Definitely, definitely. Uh, but and let, let me 
asks you, are you just observing yeah. in uh, solidarity? Or would you like... How do you mind? Am, am I doing it on my own? So when I say, like, someone I used to know uh, wouldn't necessarily, um, like, call them... Would probably, like... Uh, would personally label themselves as an atheist, but they would still, mm. in soli- solidarity, also choose to fast because it was their family background and experience and blah, blah, blah. So, what, oh, what, what the reason behind what I'm doing it for? Like, are I you... Think... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, no, no, not the reason. I'm just saying, are you doing it as part of religious observance? That's what I'm saying. Or asking. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so, yeah. I'd say, because um, it's Ramadan, and it's always... Okay, to be fair, I'm not the, the most um, pious Muslim, per se, so I wouldn't say I pray all the time. But when it comes to Ramadan, I find it more of, like, um, a time where I can actually focus on stuff. I, fi- mm. I find it more of a, a spiritual time. So uh, I would use it as, like, an... Um, yeah, I'd use it more for me, more than anything, you know? I wouldn't say I'd be pressured into like because I'm a family doing it. I'd just say I do it because I find it a time which is within a year where I can actually just I don't know because it's it, it improves not it's not just a fasting action that take which is um which is religious. It's also like um it builds like mental fortitude like going a whole mm, day a whole, yeah. a whole day a whole day without eating you know, and it makes you appreciate. It's, it makes you appreciate there are people out in this world who, who go hungry for days, you know? And I'm able to control my wills and impulses through this. So, yeah, I'd say... In solidarity, I'd say, yeah, yeah. I'd do, I do it more for me than for anything. No, I think... You know what? I think... This has been Big Kids. That's a beautiful ending, I think. Mm. Um, Definitely, man. No, and yeah. I do... I, I, I get what you're saying in terms of it it kind of gives you it allows you to reflect in a funny way not in a funny way you know what i I mean yeah yeah it it allows you to focus somehow yeah definitely yeah it's it it takes away from the mundane you know everyday living because a lot of people don't reflect or meditate and people people think meditation and prayer are, are different but they're the same thing really and truly you know but yeah, this has been the Big Kiss Podcast. Ramadan Mubarak to my Muslim brothers listening. Um, Ramadan to everyone else, to people who, if you want to try, give it a shot. Um, but yeah, this has been um, good good talk, bro. Nice send, us a, send us a voice message on bigkids.com. Hundreds, yep. And um, yeah, we'll have our YouTube videos out soon enough. Don't worry about that. Yeah, no, I will. I will work on that this week actually as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace. All right. Peace.